everyone, it's Trang here and welcome to my podcast, Tape This, where I interview local artists and learn more about them. Today, I have Spencer Weaver with me. Hi Spencer, how are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I know it's um, it's a little hot outside, so thank you for driving all the way to, to come do this episode with me. Oh yeah, of course, anytime. So let's go ahead and get started, and if you don't mind, go ahead and just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. My name is Spencer Weaver. I'm a Gemini. Oh, are you uh, a Gemini? I, I'm actually a Gemini, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really follow up with that kind of stuff, but I respect it. Uh, yeah, so I, I play in a couple bands. I play in a band called JTE, uh, King Booty, please don't laugh. Um, yeah, those are just like the main two projects I'm a part of right now. Okay, nice. And I know we'll get into your bands and talk a little further here in a little bit. Right. Um, but I want to get started with how you got into music. So who or what inspired you to begin playing music? I don't think there's any real indicator. Just a lot of like the media I watched and like the shows and stuff. I was just like dissecting the music parts out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just my parents like taste in music. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. What uh, what was their taste in music? Queen, Beatles, Pink Floyd, all that kind of stuff. Just classic rock. Okay, yeah. nice. Um, my grandparents were really into jazz, so they got me into that aspect of it as well. Oh wow! Yeah. So what what um what grade or how old were you when you first got into playing music and, and things like that? My first attempt was third grade, and I had a guitar. Wait, really? Never, third I never, grade? I never touched it. So wait, that's like, what, eight years old? Something like that. It was like a student guitar. I think oh I still gosh. have it somewhere. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't really I didn't really like playing it too often. Really? And they're like, oh, I guess he's just not going to be a musician, and lo and behold. Oh. Um, <laughs> but then like fifth grade, uh, our music teacher had like a uh, drum class after school. And she's like, you should do it. I was like, I don't know, whatever, fuck it. Um, and that's kind of just where everything rolled into. Gotcha. Yeah. So fifth grade is kind of when, when you would say you pretty much started. So like 10 years old, something like yeah. that. Yeah. What school did you go to in fifth grade? I went to Bowie Elementary. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. like an academy now, I think. Oh, wow. Because they're changing everything in Grand Prairie. Yeah. How interesting. Oh, you went to Grand Prairie, I yes. see. Yes. Nice. So fifth grade was when you started music. And what instrument was uh, it? It was technically like, I don't know what you would call it. It was like a conga. Wait, what? Wait, what? It was, yeah, they had little, they just had like 10 congas. It's like, all right, we gotta, I bet you what happened was, it's like, we gotta use the budget somehow. Like, we gotta oh. make these kids do something yeah. so they're like not on the street. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, they just handed out like 10 congas and they created like, if, like drumline cadences, so to speak. Wow. And we just played them around. The That's actually really stuff. cool. Yeah. So you were, Pretty much in percussion. Yes. Wow. Because that's what I did in sixth grade too. Oh, and you continued percussion in sixth grade. Wow, that's so crazy. We didn't have the option of the conga in at <laughs> my sixth grade school. <laughs> right. That's really neat. Right. So, how would you describe that experience? Like, can you tell us kind of how that was for you all through school? Um, sheesh, I don't know when that point clicked where I was just like, oh, I can do this. I'm actually not garbage at this um because before that i was just thinking about going home and um uh-huh. probably like seventh grade i realized it was like this is what i want to do oh, okay uh, i don't know if that quite answers your question oh no, yeah seventh um, grade wow something like that uh yeah just very liberating it's probably the the main thing that came out of just pursuing music okay um because I, I like you mentioned i'm, I'm very low-key yeah <laughs> i uh i i was like that throughout School so very as well. introvert. I'm very incredibly mm-hmm. introverted. My my roommates are trying to break that. Oh, it's a tough task. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's that's basically why I do it. It's it's the only outlet I have to express who I am. Okay, wow. Yeah. So you you mentioned that there was some sort of turning point in seventh grade. What what exactly was that turning point? My dad's a businessman. Okay. Um, or very very business minded. Uh-huh. So his even from a young age, he's like, you got to find something that you can make a living doing. Gotcha. Yeah. And you always hear that music is just a hobby, and this is just a stereotypical thing. So I'm gonna do music for a career, man. Is make it work. Um, but then our, our we had a the high school director come over, like because we were one of the feeder programs. Oh, okay. And he was just like, yeah, I got back from my gig, it paid me, blah blah blah. He's just like super open about it, which I wouldn't be anymore. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but I was just like, wait, what? You can get paid doing this? Uh, yeah. I was like, what the hell? I want to do that. Nice. 
Okay. So I, I just did a lot of research as like wow. a ninth grader and figuring out how to make money doing it. And uh, lo and behold, I still don't know how to make money doing oh. it. Oh. <laughs> so you were out here in ninth grade, like what, 14, 15 years old, looking up how to pursue a career in music? At that time, it was like, I, I my only options was like, okay, if I'm a percussionist mm-hmm. and I don't really play drum set, it's like I got an audition for an orchestra or do like BCI or something to get a job that way. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess it'll come later in, but like that's when I picked up bass. And I was like, oh, options are way better here, and I like oh, this way more. And nice. It pays nicer. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so with you continuing, you know, band in school, did you do marching band as Unfortunately, well? Unfortunately, I did marching band. Oh, like, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I, mean, I you, did. You too. did it right. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what did you play? I did clarinet. I'm sorry. I, yeah, um, I played clarinet. It was fun. I loved my woodwinds. <laughs> so were you in percussion? Yeah, yeah. I did drumline for three years and then I was drum major. Oh, you were a whole drum major. A whole ass drum major. Wow. <laughs> that was not a... It wasn't a good experience. It wasn't a bad one. Okay. Um, I'm not going to name the school because that I would gotcha. be outing them. <laughs> I, I wasn't... We, we didn't have an amazing program. Um, okay. And it was pretty apparent. So it, it was like pulling teeth with kids, and oh, okay. I kind of not pulling anybody else under the bus. I kind of got pushed pushed into doing it. Okay. So I was just like, I guess I'll do it. Why not? I'll just give up one more year being happy. Um, oh, so you didn't enjoy marching band? I enjoyed aspects of it. Like what? What did you like? And what did you camaraderie like? was fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, like a community and like having people that. Like, like that type of thing, like being in a group. Oh, stuff. yeah. Um, the drumline is definitely a cult, <laughs> I'll say for a I fact. I feel like band is a cult. Band is a cult. And then it, they have their own little sections. They, yeah, they I mean, break that's, off is like, yeah, that's how they make it. You look at the flutes <laughs> the wrong way, they like stab it in your eye. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it, it, there's genuine like, hey, you want to be friends? Okay, cool. Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, Sweet. That's awesome. But there, there comes my passion for the music coming out. It's like, okay. But I want to be good. Right. Um, so I, I'll give it credit. I don't think Marching Band had an effect of like, if I was in a better program, I might have enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I just didn't enjoy that instance of for, it. For where for what what you was. were. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but to like the wrap of the drum major thing, it was a good experience, good learning experience of what yeah. I don't want to do. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Great learning experience. That's all, you know, bad experiences are just learning experiences, right? Oh, yeah. So, with you being in band then, did you continue, like, because uh, I know after season, there's, like, the jazz mm-hmm. part of band and everything. Did you do that? Um, so, <laughs> that's the weird thing, is I technically kind of went to two schools. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Tell um, us more about that. I went to the Grand Prix Fine Arts Academy. That was my main school I went to. It was, okay. like, an audition process. So, you said you weren't going to throw them under the bus. That's not the school oh. I'm talking about. <laughs> Although, crap, that actually probably... I don't Never mind. It's, it's far too in. Um, yeah, keep going. Too deep. Uh, yeah, so, like, it was, like, a whole audition process, and when I was going from 8th grade to ninth grade, they're like, hey, we're making a new school. I was just like, cool. And they're like, you should do it. It was like, okay. Um, and that was for percussion. I auditioned for that school for percussion. They took me, another percussionist, a clarinet player, and a French horn player just for the band. Okay. I was like, huh? What are we supposed to do with this? Whatever. Um... But because it was so small at the time, they're like, hey, you guys can play with the high school across the street. Mm. So for like two years, we just didn't have a band class in our like, at, uh, the academy. Interesting. I was like, cool, what are we doing here? <laughs> we should just be over there. Um, but then, like two years after that, the academy had enough people, they made a jazz band. Okay. And so I did jazz band there and marching band at the adjacent high school. Excuse me. And concert band at the adjacent high school. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, so I was a percussionist over here, and I was a bass player over here. Um, yeah, that's basically where oh. that stemmed from. So you were living basically two lives, two instruments, two schools? Is that kind of what it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now that I lay it out there like that. I was like carrying my bass to the other places. That like, is so cool. What are you doing with that, man? Yeah, that's a really unique experience. It was did interesting. You, yeah, it, it's very interesting. Like, did you ever feel like you were, like... Like, did, did it feel like any sort of separation or confusion, or was it pretty smooth? Um, I can only give you my personal experience and how I felt, and it was, it was kind of a, like, yeah, I, I felt a tad bit of separation, especially, you know, you made these friends and 
family. It's a band yeah, family. Exactly. Over yeah. with the the people you've been marching band mm-hmm. with. And despite skill, despite whatever, like they are still part of your family, close. And there's kind of like this weird tearing, like some people understood. It's like, all right, yeah, he wants to be a musician. Let him do his thing. Let him gotcha. thrive. And other people are like, what is he doing? Right? Okay, were they kind of jealous, you think? I really don't care. At this okay, point. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, it wasn't even really like this Yeah, it probably it doesn't matter. Kinda, but... Nah, yeah, it's high school. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's a, a really, really cool and unique background. I never would have figured or known that that was even a thing. Mm. <laughs> it's really cool. So let's move on to how you got into the Arlington music scene. So wait, like, how did you get involved with, with Arlington and the scene here? So we were thrown a bone by some mutual friends and it was like, hey, do these gigs with us. It's like, how old were you? Uh, it was probably like last year, so 20, how old are you? 22, I'm 23 now. You're 23, okay, yes. nice. Um, yeah, so that, that happened with my band, JTE. Mm-hmm. Uh, they threw us a couple gigs. It was like, hey, come do these out here. Uh, Mavericks was our first one. Uh, great venue, I love the place. Um, and then just from there, it kind of just had a snowball effect. It was like, hey, we know you now. Hey, you want to do this over here? You know how it goes. How did, um, so how did you meet your, your mutual friends of JT? Or do you want to wait until we talk about the band? We might as well. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a whole ass thing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we'll wait. Uh-huh. Um, so with, so you got involved last year. Is that what you're saying? Roughly, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're fairly new to the scene. Very new. Nice. Well, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> How are you enjoying it? I love it. It's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Um, so my next question here that I have is, who are some of your local, your favorite local artists to see? Cherry Manis. Oh, yes. I love Cherry Manis. They have a uh, show this Friday. Yes, they do. Yes. Go watch them. Uh, Window Seat Band. Window Seat Band, yes. yeah. Uh, funny enough, I went to school with the drummer for one oh, year wow. at the academy okay. with the jazz band. Oh, uh, neat. Small world. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, those are the first two that top on top of my head. I might throw them out later. So, yeah. Yeah. So then... You know, with with y'all, um, with you being playing with JTE, mm-hmm. what's your favorite venue that you've played at in Arlington? Good question. Probably Caves. Okay. Caves or Growl. Uh, caves. Yeah. What yes. do you like about it? It's just so chill. It's mm-hmm. so tiny. It it if you bring in ten people, it looks like you're playing for a million. Yeah, really. <laughs> the only thing is, they need to fix that parking lot. Caves. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your shit. Nice. So I'm really glad that you're you're enjoying the music scene. Um, really, Arlington, from my personal experience and speaking with a lot of artists, it's a very collaborative scene. There's something very unique here where people support each other. I do they agree truly with that, support yeah. each other. So, what is your favorite thing about the Arlington music scene? I think it might just be that though, is that it, it, it's such an interconnected web mm-hmm. that like whether it be a problem or not, there's more bands than there are musicians. <laughs> uh-huh. That's cool. That is very cool, <laughs> um, isn't it? That's very interesting. But you, you see the same faces a lot. And I think yeah. that's really, really cool. You don't you don't see that in bigger cities like Dallas or Austin, mm-hmm. which, I mean, they're doing their own thing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and we're pushing towards that way, too. Right. You know? uh, but yeah, like, it, it's it's like, I know that person. I know that dude. And I can have a conversation with them. It's, it's fundamentally what music is about yeah and that's what i like most about it nice so with you being an introverted person would you say that being in this this community has helped you get out of your shell other than your roommates (laughs) okay (laughs) uh yeah i'd say so a little bit a little bit Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah That's cool. Well, I mean, it's a big step for you to even be on my podcast. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. You're very brave of you (gasps) for an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the same way, so I get it. (laughs) So in the in the short time that you've been a part of the community, what changes have you seen? I think it's been too short to notice. Okay, gotcha. I still can't believe you've only been in here for a year, and that was during COVID, right? Yeah. Wow. We were so, wearing masks, people. Yeah, so you really haven't gotten to see too much of pre-COVID Mm-mm. things. Wow. No, no, no. I, I hear a lot of stories of the legendary yeah. uh, the events that happened. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. So then let me ask you this. Before you got into this music scene, because you've been doing music for a while, where were you and what, what things were you doing? So I didn't put it on there, but JTE wasn't really my first band I was a part oh, of. Oh, wow. I was a part of a, um, a separate project 
We played a lot in Louisville. Okay. Uh, Denton area-ish. Mm-hmm. I know um, Denton has a good music scene as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just not just not the vibe I was really looking for. Gotcha. And we, we left on good terms. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of where I was at for the most part. A lot of really rich white people. Okay. Holy shit. Gotcha. <laughs> good tips. Yeah, that is that area. Yeah. Yes. Nice. So, if you want to get tipped heavily... Go to Denton area? Pour yourself out in Louisville. Oh, no, in Louisville. <laughs> Apparently, it's not that hard. <laughs> so, well, then, the next question is, since you haven't been in the scene in quite as long, and in what ways would you like to see it grow? Or what ways are you hoping to see yourself grow? Um, this might not be a bad thing, per se. I do like variety, because mm-hmm. I'm a picky instrumentalist, <laughs> ill, dirty musician. Um, But, yeah, I, I like seeing something a little different and you know give it time it'll happen yeah obviously Um, when you say different what do you mean genre wise maybe okay uh approach wise too Mm. uh we're we're seeing like the same five four piece band which is like Mm -hmm. that's fine i understand why we do that mine is tight um (laughs) but just throw throw me a bone man yeah let's get something cool going different yeah yeah. Yeah, i get you i i've been hearing that lately too like with arlington i feel like um everyone's kind of capping almost not everyone but Mm -hmm. there's this peak and you know we see this like you mentioned the same kind of rotation of bands Mm -hmm. that it'd be cool for either people to expand and you know go out to dallas or or louisville area and get some tips (laughs) um or you know just something different and and as as amazing as a place is arlington is to live and to play Mm -hmm. The honest truth is that it is a stepping stone mm. to other cities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great place, don't yeah. get me wrong, but like it's still a college town. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, just yeah. let's not hone ourselves too close to Too in. close to yeah, Arlington. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, I totally feel that. I think what I'm trying to do, just on a personal level, is mm-hmm. try to grow Arlington and support Arlington artists, which I do realize that Arlington, like you said, is kind of a stepping stone because, you know, you really you have to be in those bigger cities to get truly quote unquote discovered yeah (laughs) unfortunately um but i think with all the support that we're having here we're creating this community to be that proper stepping stone where people feel safe to you know make you know their um their moves and then eventually move away right right right. i mean it doesn't Right, that, that, exactly that. It doesn't have to be just the stepping stone. Yeah. It could be the absolute best first experience for mm-hmm. a lot of artists. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So let's talk about JTE then. Let's um, talk. Yes. And so I love y'all's band. Okay. Yeah, you see me <laughs> at your shows. Thank you. <laughs> I really love y'all's music. It's it's awesome. So how did the band form, and how how did you meet the other members? Uh, sheesh. I got right? I have to, I gotta wrap <laughs> Go. this up. How yeah. much time do we have? <laughs> we got time. Awesome. Um, so I went to school with Jacob, Ashton, and Diego. That's in this order vocalist, keys, and drums. Okay. Of Fine Arts Academy. And oh, y'all went to the Fine Arts Academy together. Yes, but we, we had a bit of an age gap in between us, so I really didn't talk to him. Plus, I'm an infert now. I was really bad in high school. Oh, okay. I like, <laughs> shut up, don't talk to me. Uh, but when I went to Northlake, we had like a jazz concert combined choir concert at Jacob play with them. Um, and that's, we just kind of re-met. I was more in a, in a uh, approachable mood that day, I suppose. And I was like, hey, thanks for coming. We traded numbers. And then like six months later, I get the call. I was like, hey, I need you to play bass on my song. So, wow. Sure. Okay, cool. Wasn't really thinking too much about it. And then I saw Diego in the studio again. I was like, dude, how old are you again? He's like 15 on his first record. I was like, that's awesome. Um, so I, then I remet Diego that way. And then we recorded this stuff, just pure business. It's like, awesome, cool. Thanks for having me. And then like a month later, he said, hey, I'm doing like my opening show. It was, uh, where was it? Uptown Theater in Grand Prairie. Okay. Um, and that's where I met the rest of the band. Uh, then Ashton and Son. Mm-hmm. Son is our guitar player, the only one that didn't go to the school with us. Mm-hmm. And after that show, we kind of sat down and we're like, we kind of want this to be a band instead of just a fronting the artist sort of situation. I was like, okay, our personalities work together. And wow, yeah. lo and behold, these are some of my best friends. Aww. 
the biggest dumbasses in the world. <laughs> but that, that's that's generally how it turns out. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so it's very interesting to hear, you know, you speak about the background of the band because you would think, like, seeing y'all play and you know the amount of talent y'all have, you would think that y'all have been a band for a long time. But it's only been what about a year? Under a year? Or I'm sorry, under two years? Uh, 2019. We've been playing together since 2019. We've yeah. been a band since Heart Tapes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, like recently released Heart Tapes. Yes. Oh really? We we. So y'all weren't official? That was that was more yeah Facebook official. Uh, that was more yeah, of like Facebook a um, official. Is it because of is it anything to do with also the name change? Because I noticed it it's JTE now. Well. That's a conversation we're getting into. Uh, for, for like uh, six, I don't know, maybe a year ago, uh-huh. I really sat down and everybody was just like, what are we doing? Like, this, this, <laughs> oh yeah, because, this is your business mind because yes. you're like, we, what are we doing? Like, yeah, yeah. is this a career thing? Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're all young and that's mm-hmm. no fault to anybody. Yeah. That's just shit happens. But I sat down and was like, do we want to be a band or do we want to just front Jacob? Because oh. we're like, okay, what, what are we doing here? And then, yeah. you know, kind of, but it's a Jacob. Gotcha. It's like, I want to be a band. So then we're like, okay, this is what we got to do. Oh. And that's a few months after that, we started making an album. Wow. And yeah. So, but we have only branded as a band for okay. a couple months. I actually really like that. And it's a great backstory because, you know, the name originally, you know, Jacob and the Ethnics, right. it's the, his name. And so now that y'all are a full band, it's JTE. That's right. Nice. And it can mean anything you want. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I actually really like the rebranding. Thank you. Yeah, rebranding's mm. awesome. Um, album's awesome. So, so wow. So y'all are all have only been a band for what a month? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, what sorts of obstacles did y'all face within the industry or within yourselves as a as in your progress with forming the band? Uh, well. I suppose that was a good leverage point. Um, just, it, just figuring out like what we actually wanted. Okay. Because we're all angsty, young, like angsty. Yeah. Angsty. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's a gross way to say it, but like <laughs> nobody was really making the initiative. It was just okay. Like, okay. Well, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> um, were there any? Um, you don't have. If I mean, you don't have to tell us everything. Of but course. Were there any? Um, were there any arguments about so, anything? <laughs> I, no, no, no. I pride, I pride myself on the fact that we have absolutely never argued wow. about anything except one thing. Okay. <laughs> and it is the dumbest thing to have ever argued about <laughs> is the fucking color of the apple. I'm Aww. not going to get into that. Um, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's, so, it's so adorable. Um, it is very adorable. <laughs> it should be great. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we've never really been argumentative. But I like that. We we've always came at it with an approach of approachability. Yeah. Is that the right way to say it? Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're like, hey, if you're pissed, mm-hmm. say something now mm-hmm. before it blows up later. That's really good. Because it will. Yeah. Um, and Sun is our oldest member. He's mm-hmm. 26 right now, I believe, and oh, wow. he has been in some questionable projects <laughs> that I won't get into. Um, but he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, goodness. I'm not about to tolerate this right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we need to air the room. We need to do what so we need to So he's kind of the, the leader of the, we got to talk about it. He can be, yeah. Oh, he can, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I mean, everybody's pretty honest okay. with what they say. So. That's really cool. I think that's very mature for all of y'all. You know, you mentioned that y'all are angsty and young and but like that's very mature to have that open dialogue, have that open conversation because mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of the reason why a lot of bands break up. Yeah. Yeah. That and money. And money. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, we haven't had to get in, let those two obvious things get in our way. It's mm-hmm. mostly been creative things, and which really isn't an argument in itself. Nice. Any other obstacles that you face? You think? They're just so handsome. Can't go. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. that's a great project. Y'all remind me of like a boy band, and oh, like Christ. I know oh. I, it's so funny because like I can see with like the stuff you put out and the stuff you post, your music style is so different from what JTE. Mm-hmm. Like per, your personal music <laughs> style is so different from what JTE puts out. Because me and Pat were listening to Heart Tapes, and I was like. Babe, this is like stuff I would hear on the Disney Channel or like a rom com, and oh it's so gosh. cute, and I love it. Like I love Ugh. 
hopeless romantic stuff so it makes me laugh because i i specifically think about you and i'm like these guys are all like the you know younger like the um like disney type guys and i see spencer in the back I, I, no, no no no, i'm gonna correct this now that's all jacob oh is it, is yes. it? I mean, he, he makes all the lyrics right? oh my gosh <laughs> So are, are y'all's individual cells then different than what the actual band was? Holy shit, yes. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Jacob, I love your music style. I, I'll put it this way because I had to write the bio for like our website. Okay, okay. I was just like, we are a, what, what did I put? We are a pop, funk, R&B, rock, mm -hmm. jazz infused band under the ruse of a pop band. I, I saw like, that. I yeah, saw yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There, yeah, there's that, no defining. Okay, gotcha. That actually makes sense. It actually reminds me of Artemis Funk because their music's kind of all over the place too. Mm -hmm. Because everyone in that band is it has different music tastes and stuff. The thing is that it usually doesn't work. Yeah. And it's cool to see that when it does, just get so yeah. polarizing. It's like, oh fuck it, let's just do that. Yeah. Yeah. So then when, <laughs> so now I want to ask this. Mm -hmm. So when y'all are playing music and you know, Jacob's singing his hopeless romantic music that I'm jamming to, what goes through your head? <laughs> Lunch, dinner. No, I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a great time. Yeah, I know you are, but are you, do you like resonate with the lyrics? I'm not listening to the lyrics. Uh, uh, I mean, there, hilarious. there is genuinely like the, the arrangement, Nah, I'm gonna get techie. Uh -huh. The arrangements that we do live is like totally different than the the uh, album. So uh -huh. I I am thinking about a lot of things. Okay. Uh, because Diego's our our uh, music director. Oh. And he, he's he's into those like neo soul jazz stuff, and he's just like, hey, we need to do this hit. Really? He, he would show us. It's like, okay, fuck you, but okay, it sounds cool. <laughs> you know. Um. So I mean, we're we're constantly thinking about stuff going on. That's really just, cool. At the same time, trying to have a good time and. Yeah. Making sure Jacob doesn't say question marks. Oh no. <laughs> y'all, I, I see y'all having fun, so that's all oh, that matters. Thank you. Yeah. So congratulations again on that uh, the album release for Heart Tapes. Mm -hmm. How does it feel to have an album out? Thank God it's out. Yeah. How right. long did it take for y'all to work on it and you know put it into action and release it? So the problem was is that it didn't take that long. Okay. Because we had to cram pack an entire year's worth of work in like three months. Oh. Don't do that, people. <laughs> yeah. It's not healthy. Um, Sun was our producer. Oh, cool. And mixed and mastered. Really? And did a lot more stuff that I can't wow. rattle off because he's just so damn talented. Wow. Um, but he took two weeks off because he's like, I don't want any of you guys to talk to me. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like, okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. So we, we genuinely put a lot on ourselves for a three month window to get this out the door now because we're um i guess i'll put it on the air is that yeah. i was gonna leave this project at one point really yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was i was dead set on it um nothing personal yeah of course. it's just where i was at in my life and yeah much better now um nice. yeah so they, they gave me a deadline i was just like look i will play with you guys and i want to see this project to the end mm -hmm. i want this to be done um and then just kind of re reinvigorated something in me. I was like, I can't leave now. I, ca I can't leave now. I can't leave this on this. Um, don't stop. <laughs> uh, what was I? I was train of thought. You were saying you can't leave the project. Of course. After um, doing, um, after working on the album. Well, yeah. Starting to see it in motion. I was just mm -hmm. like, shit, this is really good. Like, it is very it's good. Very, very radio approachable yes, yes. we're sending our stuff to a 91.7 they responded oh. i don't know if it'll be on there but still that's uh, yeah. really cool um but yeah yeah we we did recording everything in like one month and mm -hmm. marketing me son and ashton met up and we just knocked out a plan mm. where it's like all right what does this look like and that's where like the stupid skits come from on instagram <laughs> Where we beat the shit out of Jacob for good reason. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we just, we just, we, we put too much on ourselves. Aw. Yeah. Well, so, um, were there any times where, like, uh, it was, you were burnt out or stressed? I mean, I bet because you crammed, like you said, a year's work in three months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say, I'll speak for Sean on this and say <laughs> yes on him. For him, yeah. Because there will be moments in time where I'm just like, I'll go a week without really doing much. And uh -huh. then like 
were really busy, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's because I got my stuff out of there, mm-hmm. which was just a portion. Okay. He took out way too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, genuinely, it was it was it was hard. So this was people. basically self-produced. Everything from start to finish was self-produced. Wow. We recorded drums in Diego's house. Everything. That's literally amazing. That's actually really, really cool to, to know that because right. the album is amazing. Thank you. Very it much. sounds very just professionally produced. Um, so shout out to Sun. Shout out to Sun. Um, and then like like you said, it's you know radio friendly. Like I I was literally telling Pat like I can hear this on the radio and I can jam to this. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me like the music reminds me of. Um, you know that song, Call Me Maybe? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love it. Like, I still listen to that song. <laughs> yeah, that woman's like a millionaire now. I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, so that's where y'all are going to be in a few years. Yes. We're putting that out there to the universe. Thank you. So y'all all also had a release party at Dr. Jekyll's for the album. How was that? And was that part of the stressful, like, putting together everything? That was the fun part. Okay. Um, we were like, all right, everything's done. You guys enjoy it. Point of thing. Yeah, um, yes, kind of. <laughs> and, and, and going back to the Arlington scene uh-huh. thing, it's just like, all right, we've only been here for a year, but a lot of people has helped us out with this. Mm. Let's, let's just give back. Like, Aww. you know, I know we sold shit, but, yeah. but like, we, we genuinely just like, hey, guys, have a, free, have a yeah, fun time. You, Meet people. Talk to people. Y'all literally provided food. There, were, mm-hmm. there was pizza, cake, um, and of course it was at Dr. Jekyll, so they had beer. Round uh, beer. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. And I thought that was a really cool idea to do it at Dr. Jekyll's, and it was a really neat event. It reminded me, um, not in a bad way, it reminded me of a band party. Damn yeah! Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, chaperones. <laughs> No, it was actually really cool. Like, I came in and I got, you know, me and Pat got a personal invite because it was a private event that mm-hmm. not many people were invited to y'all, <laughs> but you're, there were a lot of jealous. people there. Um, and I thought it was a just, I mean, it was so sweet of y'all to provide, you know, like um, uh, amendments and, or amenities and things like that. Of course. Um, and shout out to Anna Marie, who's yes. son's girlfriend, like, with the beautiful stickers and packaging y'all cd and everything together like that was she did a great job she is a saint yeah she did a great job so she and son really put a lot into this project too huh oh my god yeah wow they're such a power couple yeah they are yeah. i love them um so how how did you feel about that night overall because me and pat didn't get to stay too long because we had rvc that we had to hop over to of course but how was the rest of the night and how did you feel about it afterwards i felt hopeful which um, is the best equivalent I can have to happiness mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because I don't feel happiness anymore. I'm just kidding oh. <laughs> yeah so I mean it was it was just like alright people liked it it was still like nervous I was like uh, what do we do now but uh-huh. people liked it that's the important thing yeah uh, yeah that's what we took from that nice mm-hmm. let me ask you this so as a um, performer myself because I do poetry mm-hmm. um, do y'all ever like get social anxiety like I know y'all perform anyways but when people come up to you and they're like oh my gosh y'all are so awesome like after you play or you know after like oh my gosh I love y'all's music do you get anxiety ever yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. um I, I have lost all fear of playing uh-huh. like, ever. I, uh-huh. I don't. That's probably because I played like that's cool. every week for two years for mm. a while. Um, but now I am the most nervous human being in the world <laughs> when I talk to human beings. <laughs> um, so yes, to answer your question, I get pure social anxiety. You're such a good bass player. I was like, stop, please. Like, I want to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So then keep in mind, everyone, just flood Spencer with DMs so he no, doesn't have to talk to you in please. person. I don't, look at, I don't look at Instagram anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, again, I love JTE. I'm really happy and proud of y'all for how, how far you've come. And I'm glad you decided to stay with the band because, yeah, you know, you're amazing. Pat talks about how great of a basis you are. They, they won't let me leave. Oh, no, yeah. They, they got I'm you kidding. hostage. Of course. <laughs> So let's talk about your other project. What is this? What is this King Booty? Oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> this this was a a fabled Craigslist ad I, I answered. No amidst. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. All, I, if I recall correctly, all I was just was like, hey, we need a bass player that slaps. Um, like literally slaps, not just, you know, whatever. Um, and I was like, it's going to be like a disco funk project. I was like, I've always wanted to play disco. I, my parents don't approve because <laughs> I think it's garbage, <laughs> but I've always, I'm kidding, but I always wanted to play a disco band because I love that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, I don't want to give it a shot. And this was 
mid-pandemic, so we were very safe about that. Um, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Okay. I didn't know this was about to be a 10-piece band. It's a 10 it's a, freaking piece band. It started as a 9, now it's a 10. That's bigger than Artemis Punk. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, very thick layers. Yeah. Um, How met, do y'all fit on stage? We don't. <laughs> uh, so, like, just that first rehearsal, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm so down for this. This is so great. But the kicker was he didn't tell us the name of the band until, like, five rehearsals in. Oh. So he, he was just like, hey, uh... I, I got I got a proposition for y'all. I was like, what? <laughs> I want to call it King Booty, and we just kind of like, oh shit, we're in now. Oh my gosh. Um, but now we put on a good show. I, I love it. It's, what show? Um, what was your first show? First show, I believe it was at the Growl. At yeah. the Growl. Yeah. Oh nice. Um, How long ago was that? Shoot, I don't know. <laughs> was it this year or last year? It must have been last. It was definitely last wow, year. Wow. Okay. Because we also played at the Growl New Year's. So you were juggling JTE and. Uh, and King Booty. Oh, it's easy. It's okay. it's genuinely easy because like King Booty knows JTE, JTE knows oh, King cool. Booty. Okay. So we we work each other out. And if there's a conflict, we'll figure it out. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said it was um disco music. Yeah, it's. Um, can it's you good. give me examples because I'm I'm having a hard time personally thinking of disco. It's okay because disco generally sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> chic. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. Uh, Bootsy Collins. That sort of sound. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice. So, um, how, do y'all have any projects coming out, like a EP or anything? Singles coming out? We just re- recorded two songs last Sunday. Okay. So, it's done, but I'm not. I don't know when it's getting okay. released. Gotcha. So we just recorded. Okay. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Of course. Um, so your other nine band members, what instruments are they playing? Let's rattle it off, I guess. All right, we got bass, we got guitar, drums. Bass is you, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I play kazoo. Uh, so we got bass, <laughs> guitar, drums, keys one, keys two, trumpet, trumpet, sax, trombone. Wow. I'm missing something. Vocal? Oh, and we have a second vocalist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and the first keyboard player also does well. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. So, are, are there going to be a lot of synths? Like, is it very synthy? Yes. Is that? Okay. Kind of. Okay. Depends. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm excited for whatever music <laughs> I'm to expect. I can't even fathom what, what type of music it is. So, um, what other uh, shows do y'all have coming up for that specific band? We are playing at the Deep Bellum Arts Festival. Wow. That's awesome. Give an exact date. Should I give it? Yeah, go ahead. Drop it. Yeah. Pull it. Stall for time. So, while you're looking that up, I know you mentioned that, um, you know, you got into music through your your dad, like, rock, listening to rock. Mm -hmm. um, Your uh, your grandparents listened to jazz. Right? Uh, My my grandfather, yes. Your Um, grandfather. Um... Did were any of your um, like were any of your family members musicians or anything that helped inspire you or? My mom also played clarinet. Um, oh. But she was too scared to play, and she'll tell me that she was too scared to play sax because it was a boy instrument. It was like I say mm. bullshit. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So she was like, I'm gonna do the next best thing, clarinet. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> she didn't really pursue it uh-huh. um, for one reason or another. My dad doesn't have pitch. Don't ask him to do anything. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> he loves music. Yeah. And he's going to hear me say this. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, oh, I do remember. I'm related to Buck Owens, which is like famous country artist. Oh. Country, who cares? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, hey, it's big in Texas. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm somewhere distantly related to him. Not enough to matter, but oh, cool. it's, it's kind of cool. Nice. Did you find that find that date for yes. the Deep Ellum Arts Fest? September twelfth. That's so, coming up. Yes, next month. Wow. And we have something at Lola's in on the tenth. Okay. Yeah, so in September the tenth and the twelfth. Lola's trailer park and Deep Ellum Forest mm-hmm. Festival. Nice. Yeah. Um, anything else that you want to mention with King Booty? I I don't know too much about it. Right. I'll, I'll give you the, the floor. I don't know too much about the energy either. <laughs> I, that one I genuinely show up and play and have a good time. Oh, cool. Um, so is it kind of like an ensemble type it, of thing? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Is it very similar to, because I know you played with Pat um, mm-hmm. recently. Is it kind of like what he's doing as well? Uh, not, e- not exactly. Mm-hmm. Like We have core members. Um, okay. But like, it's not as hard to try to fill in for somebody if they mm-hmm. miss as say like JTE. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, that person is 20% of the sound. Mm. Whereas, like, oh, okay, yeah. we have sheet music for the trumpet. Like, gotcha. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like just keep on the lookout for that one. And okay. Keep posted. Yeah, I'm excited. So with your hectic lifestyle with JTE mm -hmm. and King Booty and everything that you do, um, how do you balance everything? <sighs> can, I ask, can I ask you that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, scheduling. I mean, it's all the boring stuff. You, you really yeah. have to sit down and like, all right, how many hours are in the day to commit right, to things? Because right. um, we all want to be the best at many things. Mm -hmm. That's just impossible. Yeah. <laughs> or at yeah. the very least, you need all day to do it and all yeah. the time. But like, um, I'm reading, uh, what was the book called? Uh, How to Make It in a New Music Business by Erickson. Oh, okay. And early on, he mentions, it's like, oh, there has to be a 50-50 split. Mm -hmm. 50 music, 50 business. Um, that's the only way to balance it. So, mm -hmm. okay. If I have whatever hours, figure that out from there. Wow. Um, that's, that's the main bulk of it emotionally i still don't know <laughs> you're just kind of going through it like not even thinking right like just kind of doing kinda, it day by day yeah, yeah. that's kind of how i feel you know sometimes because i juggle so many projects as well i'm just like you know oh tomorrow i have this oh, I, i'm I have genuinely this. impressed <laughs> well thank you so. um you know i i sent you the invite for the um for this podcast here with Google Calendar, that's been my saving grace. I will use it. Yes, because I have to, like, I'll show you my Google Calendar after we, we finish here. Mm -hmm. But it's, and I, I share my calendar with Pat because I need to see his schedule as well because we have to, you know, schedule our time off together as well as taking care of the dogs and of stuff. Course. It's crazy. I, I don't know how I do it. <laughs> um, are there any other tools that you use, though? Just a lot of, uh, like memos all the time yeah. just the super basic stuff like i'll always jot stuff down okay um, even at work i would excuse me i used to carry around like a little no, uh, uh, pocket book okay because it's like it's kind of boring i was like i have an idea for something and I just forget oh, it and it'll bug yeah. the shit out of me if yeah. i forget it so i just pull it out write it down and put it back you know okay um that's cool that you still do the like handwritten writing things down instead of whipping out your phone. I'm kind of old school with that. Because if I get on my phone, it's a distraction. Okay. Right, I'm going to watch nice a YouTube video. Yeah. Nice self-discipline. Yeah. It sounds better than it actually is. I gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So what would you say is your biggest area of opportunity that you've realized you need to work on? Hmm. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> area of opportunity. Probably a time management. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I am shit with uh, knowing what to do with my the end of the day. Yeah. What's your schedule usually like? Well, right now. I know I'm it's a little different now. <laughs> I'm, I'm unemployed, but um, <laughs> I'm going to just assume I'll have a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just 7 in the morning, 3 in the afternoon, oh, get okay. everything I need to get done. We usually rehearse with JT Mondays, uh, King Booty Sundays. Mm -hmm. um, might meet up for like business for like Wednesdays for JTE. All the other time is to like practice, contact mm. venues to oh, play yeah. through like Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Um, just knowledge as well, just like learn more because there there is business aspects that I'm just right. clueless to. Mm. Um, a lot of us are. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where my biggest. That's, well, that's really cool that um, you've realized that. And, you know, it's probably because, like you said, your dad's very business-minded. So nice. it kind of, you know, went to you as well. Um, so what um, what things have you learned that you found helpful for for your artistry? So as, as much as we push to constantly keep making things or to constantly be busy, you can be busy just for busy's sake. Mm -hmm. Like you can just be doing nothing even right. though you think you're being productive right like slow down reevaluate look at what you're doing look at the bigger picture does this actually add to what we're doing mm -hmm. if the answer is anything but yes don't do it <laughs> like it, it's literally as simple as that but like it just tends to get in the way of emotions yeah and all that fun stuff um yeah how often do you practice me yeah good question <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish I practiced more. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't only play just bass. I play keys and a little, little bit of some other stuff. But, oh, um, that's cool. Bass is my main thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I try to get at least one solid day a week. Just okay. like it's focus. Yeah. But when you gig a lot, that kind of turns yeah. into practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that with Pat because um, I think he like fully practices about 
once or twice a week mm -hmm. fully. But yeah, he, he gigs a lot. So I guess that is practice for y'all. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so um, what obstacles, what other obstacles have you personally dealt with as an artist? Like, you know. Money. Yeah. Money. In what ways? Like uh, being paid properly or not being paid or. Yeah. Like uh, it, we're trying to make this as a job. Yes. Right, right. Um, people tend to take advantage of us, mm -hmm. uh, especially when we're doing original music. Mm -hmm. I, I, I genuinely didn't have a problem doing like cover band stuff mm -hmm. because you're providing them a service for three plus hours. Yeah. Kind, kind of like what Pat does with the, the, uh, Pat Orchestra. Yeah. Um, like you're here for three hours, here's your money, but like, yeah. it, it's generally an uphill battle with original music mm -hmm. because there is no guarantee of pay. Yeah. We, we don't know if this is going to work out in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, so it can get a little stressful. Yeah. How, how do we fill in the gaps? Like at the end of the day, I got to eat. I got to pay bills. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, fortunately, I don't have a family, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Th that's yeah. That's something that um, I recently we there's a, a group that I'm in on Facebook for Arlington Music, and there's actually a discussion on that where bars and restaurants want cover bands as mm -hmm. opposed to any original music, and people don't pay properly for originals. Um, it's understandable though like mm -hmm. I get it I have to put myself in their shoes right. it's like people will come in if we played Michael Jackson all yeah that. because they're like oh I know that song exactly because yeah. um, I've kind of done that circuit for about two years uh -huh. like people in the country scene like people wanted to hear the, the Dolly Partons and the Miranda mm -hmm. Lamberts mm -hmm. whereas out here they don't want to hear your latest hot fire trap single <laughs> they, they want to hear fucking uh, Michael Jackson you know? yeah exactly um, so it's cool in Arlington that there are a lot of places that are approachable to original bands mm -hmm. and there is not a surplus. There is a surplus of just like, okay, every weekend I can go find something new mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, but that leaves a lot of money on the table for us because yeah. we are capable of doing these. So it, it's just a constant back gotcha. and forth of like, which one do we need to do? Yeah. So I know you mentioned that part of, you know, what you do or try to do is reach out to venues mm -hmm. um as far as the the pay and everything is that something that you've had to negotiate with venues or are they pretty good about saying this is what we'll pay you it really depends like if mm -hmm. we're up front saying or rather they're up front saying that generally a cover band and whatnot we'll be like all right three hours x amount of money for that but if it's a venue for on the bill with other bands especially mm -hmm. uh They've been good about how the pay gets dis dis uh, distributed, mm -hmm. but just the nature of what we're doing, it's not going to be a whole lot, at least in the beginning. Yeah. Um, what um, what ways or what what, in what ways have you have you done to overcome any of those obstacles that you mentioned? I don't know. Okay, no worries. I, I have no, I, I, no, no actual formula. No, no. It's just kind of really. like. I mean, that's kind of why I'm reading the book. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, the answers are here. This is the mm -hmm. Bible for music. I um, gotcha. Are, are the rest of the band members working, doing their part to kind of help the band grow um, as well? No, everybody's constantly trying to um, learn new things. Nice. Approach different areas and uh, opportunities. That's really uh, cool. There's. Um, there's bands that I've, I've noticed where they're not quite as active on social media and mm -hmm. they're, um, you know, they have full bands, like four plus members. And I feel like some bands aren't using their full potential as far as every single band member using their, their, you know, um, resources mm -hmm. as much. So that's cool that y'all all are on the same page about that. I, I do feel like that's like a symptom of, of being an artist okay. it's like yeah you, you do kind of need to be a tiny bit obnoxious about your stuff like mm -hmm. hey look at me I'm yeah important. yes you have to um, yeah but generally it's just like the way the algorithms work like mm. most people won't see it the first time around mm. you got to keep telling people yeah that you exist yeah that's just how things are working now and we're, we're learning the social media it's constantly changing yeah so, so you're looking on social media though so is that something you're looking to change or you're you relying on the other members <laughs> so my personal stuff um i, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that um I, I i do have other projects i wish to pursue okay and i will do the proper things that i need to do to <laughs> do them gotcha. um but like we've already established I've, I've got a lot on my plate right now yeah um and like 
I want to give my due time to these people that they deserve it. Yeah. Um, but I will eventually take my stuff more seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still so freaking young. Like, you're 23. Yeah. yeah. That is so young. Yeah. Y'all got so much time. Y'all have so much potential coming up for y'all. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Hey, let's take a real quick break here, Spencer, and then we'll come back and, and talk a little bit more, and then we can close out this episode. Sure. y'all so we are back here with spencer weaver of jte and king booty um we're just talking about spencer's very very busy lifestyle as an artist um and things that he was um he has dealt with and is working to overcome so spencer with um with everything that you're doing you know you're, you're constantly working to grow as an artist because you know with social media and just life in general everything is ever changing so are there times where you feel burnt out and just kind of just want to stop everything and just go you know into the, the wilderness and live there yeah, <laughs> yes i have um and if you see my beard you would know what yeah um, i mean that, that's that's a that's a yes yeah. of course um but it's how you navigate burnout mm-hmm. because the best way i was put to it was you can push through writer's block but mm. you can't push the burnout. Mm. You, you just can't. It's, mm. it's a mental thing. Um, so I'm still learning how to figure that out. Okay. But it's happening more and more lately. The feeling uh, of burnout? The feeling of burnout, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like a tolerance thing mm. or just a generally being a busy person thing. Yeah. Um, I still have questions. Yeah. How do you deal with burnout? Uh, yeah, I, would, I was actually going to say... Um, Gosh, I forget that I'm older than you because you're so tall, and I feel like everyone's my age because I'm so short. <laughs> I'm 27. Okay. So I've been, um, my life has just constantly gotten busier, honestly, around 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I, I went from really trying to find things to do and becoming this like busy person, just always having something every week um, because of open mics and, and everything. So what I do is I make sure that I have at least one day of the month to, my favorite thing is to go to the spa, like King Spa and Spa Castle are my go-tos where I just put my phone on do not disturb. Mm -hmm. I just lay out and do nothing and just, you know, repair my mind and my body because it's, you know, it's, even if you don't do anything physical, it's still that mental stress of doing something like marketing on Instagram or whatever is mental stress because you're having to think mm-hmm. and then type. And, you know, the older generation thinks we're lazy because we're always on our phones, <laughs> right? But yeah. it's like it's a different type of stress that they're, they're not familiar with mm-hmm. that we grew up with. It's that emotional and mental stress of having to market because capitalism, right? Fun. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> and then um, for, for me, like every other day, I want to, you know, AFK. I want to de- do not disturb and just like, just run away. Mm-hmm. But then I realized like, this is what I wanted <laughs> when right. I was younger. Yeah, you did this to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did this to myself. <laughs> so um, like the other day I posted, I was like, I'm so like, my mind is so scrambled. I'm going to be MIA for a little bit. And literally like... I told I told Pat I was like, hey, I'm just I'm not gonna go to any shows for like a week, and then the next day I was like, no, I gotta go to this person's show because I want to support yeah. them. <laughs> so I I would say um, honestly, Spencer, I would say it does get easier over time. Um, you know, you're lucky that, like you said, you don't have kids. We're all lucky that we don't have well, not all of us, but um, you know, yeah. it is a it is a benefit to be so busy to not have a responsibility, another responsibility. Like even me having do- these dogs, I'm a little stressed out. With a little, them. yeah, of course. They're, they're they're tiny children. Yes, exactly. Yes. But I would say um, over time, the tolerance gets built. Like um, when you're first, you know, with new projects, you're learning. You know, you're excited at first, right. and then you start getting into norms and you're like oh shoot there's more work i have to do to keep this up Mm -hmm. so that's where that burnout comes from but once you build up that tolerance of saying like that's part of like building the habits basically like this podcast that you're on 
I was a little stressed with it but then I was like you know what it's only once a month like if I prepare properly like it's just gonna be another part of my month right so I would say just make it make it into a habit okay. and then it won't feel as stressful anymore once you're used to doing it thanks for the therapy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah this is what my podcasts are all about y'all it's a little bit of therapy we cry we yes, breathe yes yes we have a good time exactly um so what 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 would you say that you do to get your motivation and inspiration going like how do you do that so first thing i do is i wake up in the morning and that's it <laughs> yeah i mean you I, just gotta keep going huh it's what i love to do so yeah. they're, they're really i don't need to be inspired to mm. make fun and good things i you just do it like mm-hmm. there's a quote that gets thrown around at art school all the time i can't remember who said it but it's just like uh Yes, I'm inspired every single day, but it's at 9 a.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or is it like, yeah, you sit down, you find a time to do it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like, there's no excuse. Yeah, there really, really isn't. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't ask this earlier, but I wanted to talk a little more about your writing process. Mm-hmm. Where do you find the inspiration? Like, how does it come to you? And, and what is your creative and writing process? What does that look like? Um, so it might be a little weird to say because like, my music isn't out there as much mm. or at least my my individualistic stuff isn't out there mm. um and the writing process is different for every group right mm. if you're in a band you jam stuff out with your friends mm-hmm. you jam that stuff out with your bandmates um they have an idea we pitch it out with everybody else and then it gets produced when you're by yourself that's a totally different thing um i use an app called chordbot sometimes it's literally just like here's chords and it's like really crappy midi Mm. i was like okay look this can bounce off to something else so like i usually start with structure and then i go to like chord progression and melody okay just real simple yeah yeah. you know i'm not a musician so i'm so sorry simple i'm so sorry i'm like yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) sure why not (laughs) that's really cool i bet the musicians that are listening probably understand exactly what you're saying (laughs) a lot of a lot of music there yeah um Oh gosh, I had another question that I wanted to... Oh yeah, so with your artistic journey, um, where do you see yourself in five years or where do you hope to be, you know, in the future? Like, what's your end game? There is no end game. Okay. Um, th- there is no joke there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's hard to say. It, it really, really is because every band and every project does come to that unfortunately Mm. um i don't know what that timeline looks like for jt and king booty but one way or another i want to be in a band okay some sort of you know um but at the same time there's other avenues i want to explore as well because i'm not wanting to be a gigging musician all my life per se it's not the most sustainable thing in the world um i've always wanted to write film score oh Uh, that was like my first ever like thing like Mm -hmm. take it back to high school like i showed my directors i wrote a whole marching band piece wow like a seven minute piece and there's like you never played these instruments how do you know how to write for it it's Uh it's not that hard (laughs) um but like obviously if i look back it's garbage but (laughs) it's it's always been implanted me that i always wanted to be some sort of composer um I got into the pop scene, so it's kind of like, you don't really compose, you write beats. And yeah. it's like, all right, I'm, I'm learning the vernacular. Um, oh, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> I'm learning, oh, this shit's fire, yo. Um, yeah. But I, I would love to write a film score. I would like, I would love to write stuff for video games. I'm a total geek. Oh, um, so cool, yeah. Like, What's your favorite game or favorite game music in a game? Favorite music from a game? Star Fox. Interesting. Yeah, it's so electronic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like Star Fox 64 is probably my favorite game of all time. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. I like the real shooters. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the music back then, like games that were made in the 80s, is so cool. It's like so futuristic so and just good. nostalgic. Yeah. And even like Zelda Ocarina of Time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Played like a. I just finished Breath of the Wild. Like the music is minimalistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, it's great. Uh, Miyazaki, uh, he did like the movie, uh, anime movies. Yeah. I've never seen a movie of his, but I listened to the soundtracks. I was like, this is just Miyazaki soundtracks. Oh, I yeah. love it so, so yeah. much. And then I wrote something like it and I said to my friend, he's like, you need to do something with 
houses. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that actually would be kind of cool. Um, maybe that's a new project in the future that you can collab with the other artists. Because I know you're you're newer in the scene, so、mm -hmm. you don't know too much of like what all the other artists do. But like, there are so many people that are multifaceted. Like I've had so many people on my podcast that. Want like told me that they're, they're artists and they're, they're like I want to be in in the film industry and like I never would have thought you know I thought music was their only thing right so definitely you know I know you're working to get out of your shell your、mm -hmm. roommate Darius and and the other roommate are helping you but Casey okay who is it Casey 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 is he an artist he is an artist what band or what he's in a band called、uh, Beach Punks I believe. Oh my gosh, that's so funny! They reached out to me for the RVC show tomorrow. They want to play. Oh, how、yeah. cool! Yeah, they just、uh, kind of formed the band right, very recently. They've been practicing like crazy, but yeah. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Humble beginnings, I love it. Yeah, that's real cool. That's kind of why I was excited because I was like, this is like a fresh group.、Mm -hmm. So cool! Shout out Casey.、Um, but yeah, like you know, definitely I would recommend you know you networking with other artists. I know networking is like something that. I used to roll my eyes out because I hate talking to Catch people. Catch-all term. Too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. But like, I actually was very introverted myself.、Um, I still don't like talking to people. Well, I I like talking to people. <laughs> I know, right? As I'm <laughs> sitting here talking, I will to you. leave now. It's okay. <laughs> I so I like talking to people、um, when it's a really you know deep conversation like this. You know, trying to learn about somebody. I just. I say this all the time. I just can't do the small talk stuff. Like, and I get social anxiety when people. I I really appreciate when people say, "Hey, I love your work" and things like that. But it still gives me anxiety in the moment sometimes、mm -hmm. because I just want to crawl in a hole and be quiet.、Mm -hmm. um, but I always appreciate all the love, y'all. Get used to it, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just have to get used to. It. And same for you. You just gotta get used to it too.、Ugh. Yeah, I know, right?、Um, but yeah, just networking is something that I've learned and. I've met so many people that you know genuinely I respect them. I I am so glad that I got out of my shell to to learn more about them. Like yourself, you know,、mm -hmm. I learned so much about you just to, even today. And this is our first actual conversation, you know. Oh shit, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I hope you felt comfortable.、Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, it's been great. Alrighty, so so kind of just no real true like. Set in stone plan. You're just kind of. I, I always want to be creating,、um, yeah, and just finding a way to be able to, you know, make a living doing、yeah. that. There are ways. There is money to be made.、Mm -hmm. I don't want that to control my life. Right. You know. Right.、Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's every artist's dream is to not have to worry about money and just make art. <laughs> don't struggle anymore. Yeah, we all need to just like pitch in for like a plot of land or a compound of sorts, and all just like. Like you know, make a venue in that area of land. This sounds like the beginning of a cult, but okay. Oh no! <laughs> right.、The、Women go this、club. side, men on this oh, side. No. Oh no, no poets versus musicians go on this side. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Spencer, for for coming out and and being on my show today. It was really cool getting to know you more. Of course.、Um, before we close out, are there are just a few more things I'd like to ask. So where can we find you on social media? I am most active. I'm air quote quotes here. I'm sorry. This is an audio thing.、Um, most active on Instagram at Spencer Weaver Music. Okay. I have a funny little image of me on there.、Um, yeah, it's like a little cartoon. Yeah, it's、really、yeah, cool. It's cute. Yeah, that's that's mainly the main one.、Um, I'm working to do the other ones, and you'll you'll hear from it.、Mm -hmm. yeah. And then where can we find like JTE and King Booty? At Real JTE Band and at King Booty Disco. Just all one word.、Uh, Are there no underscores? I believe there's underscores. I thought there. Try、were. both. <laughs> yeah, I think it's King underscore Booty underscore Disco. Disco. Yeah. I believe so.、Um, I know you already mentioned some projects, but can you reiterate the upcoming shows or projects that you have coming up for everything you're doing? Okay, so JTE. I'm gonna pull up my phone. JTE, we got the Growl on September second.、Mm -hmm. Then we have King Bo、uh, King Booty at Lola's. That's in Fort Worth on September 10th, and King Booty at Deep Ellum Arts Festival on September 12th. Nice. Yeah. So look out for them. Come out and support your local artists, y'all.、Um, what's your cash out memo, by the way? <gasps> yeah. Money.、Yes. Uh, Spencer Weaver Music, all one word. Spencer. On cash out. So dollar sign Spencer Weaver Music. Any? Do you have a Venmo or no? Nah. Okay. 
So if you'd like to support Spencer, definitely, you know, throw him some, some cash out. I coins. need it so much. <laughs> throw him some moans. Um, so lastly, Spencer, if you don't mind, what words of advice do you have for anyone out there who's working on their artistic journey? And, you know, if you were to speak to basically your, yourself like five years ago or whatever, what, what words of advice would you have for them? If it's weird, embrace it. Interesting. Yeah. If it's weird, Can dig into elaborate? it. elaborate? Um, the <laughs> best art in the world has been weird at one point. Yeah. But then it gets normalized because it's actually seen as something really badass. Mm, that's yeah. very true. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So thank you so much again for, for speaking with me. It's been such a huge pleasure. And everyone out there listening, please make sure to follow Spencer and his bands on social media and make sure to stream his music. JTE just released their first album, um, Heart Tapes, and it's available on all streaming platforms. And make sure to like, rate, and subscribe to my podcast, Tape This, and stay tuned for the next episode in September. So as always, y'all, stay safe and spread love and light anywhere you can. Bye. Goodbye.